0: Welcome to CHN Radio. It's your emergency podcast. We finally have one. It is not the one we thought we were going to have first in this uh, weird offseason, but we have one nonetheless. And I'm happy to report that Newcastle United, outside, Jeff Hendrick. And we're going to give you, this is a Jeff Hendrick podcast. Now, I, before, actually, I'm going to have a question, and I have to introduce this person first, because it would be weird to ask him this question without telling the people who is here. And that is the best team goals in the land. Oh. I should do so. How are you?
1: you no, know, I'm doing fine. Um honestly delighted that Newcastle have made a signing. Mm. Uh, that's good to know. Um, at For a time, it felt like we were not going to make any signings. Been a very odd transfer window. You have to remember, Newcastle transfer windows usually are pretty slow in the beginning. They kind of pick up steam. But then you realize the season's like two weeks away. So... uh it's like kind of chop, chop. Let's, let's get things going. But other than that, dude, I'm I'm chilling. You can follow your boy on Twitter at Elijah mm-hmm. underscore Newsome. follow the podcast account at CH and underscore podcasts. That's important to know. Yes. It's different. Yeah. Than, A little change, little change. And then of course the main site at coming up in UFC, um, for all the latest, latest cool stuff and be sure to check out the, uh, the website, which is also very cool. Um, because people have written stuff on there. Um, so, I know uh, Mercer wrote a, a really nice little sentimental piece. Um, we've got a lot of new stuff that's been up uh, there as well. Some end-of-the-season awards, all that kind of stuff. And if you haven't already, False Knives dropped a banger of an episode last week. So listen to that.
0: Uh, yeah, they did. And there was a special guest in that one.
1: Oh, it was. They have a, a they shot, shot it at us. So let's... Uh, yeah, shot at us.
0: I mean... Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, usually when people
0: start talking trash, it's the ones that are below.
1: that. Yeah, topic. exactly. They're trying to get to our level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so,
0: my question to you. Okay. Is Is Jeff Hendrick the best player Newcastle have ever signed?
1: Ever? Probably not. <laughs> okay. <I'm just> <laughs> uh,
0: no. Uh, so. One one of the things that, like, just about this signing, and we'll we'll get into this whole thing, but um, when, when Newcastle won, they have they also announced Maddie Longstaff, but we're not doing an emergency podcast because, like, you know, we all know Maddie Longstaff. Uh, but we'll talk about that in our next episode. But this, this signing's been in the works for a little while. Uh, the club, I'm not, I'm not sure what took so long to announce it, but it's – and we'll get into this more, but this is a player that I think – just across the board, people say, like, he won't score goals. He won't get you assists. He won't create scoring chances. And he's an attacking midfielder, but you won't hate him. <laughs> and that's kind of, like, across the board what everybody says. Like, he does a great job. He will be appreciated, but he won't ever perform on that attacking tie of the ball, even though that is his role. Um, what's your uh-huh. thoughts just initially on that?
1: I would say he's more of like an eight rather than a 10. That makes sense. Like he's definitely not a traditional number 10. Um, no, no, no. He's not. A, he's
0: not a 10.
1: Yeah. And which like, but I would say he's, he's more of like a Shelby. And with that, you want, you know, you can go into all the advanced metrics as the types of passes you want. But truth be told, Jeff Hendrick makes more Isaac Hayden like passes. than he does John Joe Shelby like passes. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, he doesn't yeah. really turn over the ball a ton. He doesn't really, he doesn't really do much of, of anything that will really hurt you. He doesn't do much of anything that will really help you. Um, and I think for Newcastle, that's a fine signing. There's nothing wrong with that. It kind of reminds me of Sung Young Key, where it's like you're not expecting Key to go out there and, 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 <laughs> and spray balls over the pitch. But you just want Key to go out there and not make too many mistakes and hold it down in the midfield. And that's ultimately what Hendricks going to do. I mean, in his, his four Premier League seasons with Burnley, his 10 goals, seven assists, <laughs> nothing crazy for comparison. Uh, Isaac Hayden has three goals and six assists in his three seasons in the Premier Newcastle. So, yeah. again, nothing to write home about, but nothing to be like, oh, wow, this guy's terrible because he's pretty bang on average. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just a player, um, well, but he, he brings so, – yeah, go ahead. He was signed as an attacking midfielder
0: from Burnley, and mm-hmm. he just developed into this – I from Darby, and then he was signed by Burnley. And he became this, this player that he is now. So everyone was expecting him to score a ton of goals. I think he had, like, nine goals, seven assists at Darby.
1: and well, he, at Burnley. Like, at Derby had, like, 23 goals and 16 no, assists. Uh, no, like I'm, I'm talking about the previous season. Oh, the previous before. season. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. I was very confused.
0: Yeah, and, he, uh, and then he came to Burnley, and I think he had one, one assist and two goals. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone was like, well, that's – and he was Burnley's record signing. So
1: at uh, ten million I, pounds, I, by the yeah, way.
0: Yeah. So that, a lot, a lot's changed. <laughs> um, so just to give you a rundown on Jeff. Uh, so twenty-eight years old, free signing, free agent. Uh, Burnley let his contract expire. He's Dublin born, and he started his career at Derby County's academy, and he actually scored against Newcastle's U18s in the 9 10 season, but. Um, Over 200 senior appearances for Derby, and he made his international debut two years later in 2013 is when he started for Ireland. And
1: he switched to Burnley, like we said, 2016-17. And he scored. Oh, also, that season, that summer, Euro 2016 balled out. That was another reason people were just like, Yeah,
0: he had a great Euros. Um, He scored against – Newcastle in 2016-17 as well, and then uh, he was named in the Ireland squad for the Nations League ties next month as well, another stat about him. So he has 54 international caps, um, and that will increase in a few weeks, in a couple weeks, but uh, that's him and Kieran Clark are are going to be on the Ireland squad, and that also... Uh, pretty much says that Nabil Bentaleb will not be joining us. But that—that's this is about Bentaleb. But that was my just a quick little rundown on Hendrick, Elijah. Just initial reactions. What's your thoughts on this signing?
1: I mean, he's—he's. I, he's, I think the first thing that comes to mind for me is experience. Um, so many times Newcastle have signed um, players, and this has been just due to a lot of things, but mostly due to just our, our transfer budget. We've had to sign players who um are from other leagues and you don't really know what you're getting like you see emil Kraft, it's like yes emil Kraft starting right back for sweden but also he wasn't he wasn't he never played in premier league you don't know if you're going to get you know a jacob murphy who had a big time adjustment to make or you're going to get a fabian share who came right in and was able to be a starting center back in the premier league so you don't know what you're getting in that level of uncertainty and we laugh because like obviously times have changed but who knows? Maybe he can get back to where he was. Who knows? Um, but but with Hendrick, you kind of know what he's going to get. Like, he's been consistent throughout his four seasons at Burnley. He started a lot of matches. He's got, like, 133 appearances and, like, 120 starts or something like that. Like, he's, he's, he's been very consistent uh, for them. Um, more recently, he's, he's moved from – he's kind of had a few position changes. As Greg kind of alluded to, he's brought in as an attacking midfielder – Obviously, the way Burnley play, and honestly, the formation they ran—they ran a four-four-two when they first came to the Premier League—didn't really allow for him to flourish in the attacking role. He started playing more as a central midfielder, and again, they don't really attack a lot. Um, and then recently, he's been moved out to right midfield, and he's played—he's played well. So he's got the ability to play potentially three positions for Newcastle, likely off the bench, or if Shelvier Hayden get hurt, likely able to start alongside either one of them. Um, Is fine with playing as a holding mid, as an attacking mid, like, I mean, it's just a solid like depth piece kind of brings you a little bit more to the table than any of the other kind of midfield links we were linked to that were going to be filling that role. Um, I would say he's better than Matty Longstaff. I would say he's better than Sean Longstaff. Will my tune change on either one of those statements by the end of the next season? I don't know. But for the time being, it's a solid signing, solid player, nothing to write home about, but nothing to be upset about either.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, I saw a uh, just a little write up about him in 2018. I was going back and just reading some things, and he was dubbed the most ordinary player of all time. Um, and 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 they were saying it in a complimentary way, like they thought they were getting something way more as far as an attacking threat, Burnley. But mm-hmm. that they got what they got was a player who was just like ordinary. You knew what you you got what you. We're going to get with him and this is the player he was now and it, it benefited like sean Dice was a really big fan of him and to the point where sean Dice didn't want him to leave and he was actually mad that burnley let him go so it's it's pretty extraordinary that we were able to get him for free uh like i mentioned to elijah before this we got him for cheaper than the tacos that i ordered for lunch today
2: yeah. uh him
0: Longstaff, and our goalie uh gallagher uh so all cheaper than my tacos today. Yeah. So uh, combined,
1: uh, all cheaper. tacos.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, I mean, I think we'll take that for free signings, and I don't think we're really expecting much more either. Uh, what? What from expectations? Like, do you think this is? I mean, is he going to make us better at all, or is he going to provide depth? Is he going to start? I know you kind oh. of alluded to that earlier.
1: But I, okay, I would say that he would make us better because there were. I think there were times where, like, you were genuinely concerned when either – I mean, especially during the restart, actually, when Hayden or Shelby uh, were out. And it's like, all right, well, who's going to play in that midfield role? And they became – and central midfield became a glaring weakness, where Nabil Bentaleb was, was largely inconsistent, um, at times unplayable. There were issues – I mean, as much as we love Maddie, and we love that he's a local lad and all that stuff – I mean, he's still a bit raw in certain areas, and Sean Longstaff just like at times outright refused to defend. Also, really wasn't the healthiest player this year as well. So, I think that shores up um, a lot of the concerns. Hendricks not a guy who's been injured a lot. He's he's been able to play consistent minutes over his past four seasons. So, like I mean, he's a guy who I feel less worried if we lose a midfielder than we do than than I did you know months ago. Um, Could he start? It depends on what Steve Bruce runs. Um, I could see a world in, when he, in which he starts um, maybe alongside Shelby or alongside Hayden or just, like, alongside the both of them in a three-man midfield with and Alan St. Maxman on the wings. Like, I could see that happening as well. Um, but I don't. I wouldn't expect him to come in and start and, and immediately score goals. But he's sure as hell going to try to work his way into And his experience might make him someone who Steve Bruce wants to rely on uh, – more than, I guess, raw talent, which we kind of saw at Matt Ritchie, uh, who Matt Ritchie is not a better player than Valentino Lozaro at right mid. Yeah. I just just don't think he is. But Matt Ritchie started way more than Valentino Lozaro at right mid. So um, I could see that happening with Hendrick as well. Yeah.
0: Uh, so his last ten appearances uh, were at right mid, right mid, attacking mid. Right mid, 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 left mid. Uh, That was his last 10 appearances with uh, Burnley. And
1: he had one assist in those
0: 10 matches, zero goals.
1: Um, And worth noting, he wasn't happy that he was playing right mid, right mid, right mid, right mid, attacking (laughs) left mid. He does not want to play those positions.
0: Yeah, his center, uh, he had, he played center mid back in December of 2019. Uh, But really, even before that, a ton of right mid experience. Like, I mean, that's pretty much all he played. And then before like right when Burnley got him and then before it was all attacking mid and second striker Um, and, and then Darby had him as a center mid because they played a different formation though. But yeah, it's interesting. You you want a guy who's versatile and and has that experience and honestly, he won't really need, we won't really need him on the right. (laughs) Um, Well,
1: Hey, this is something that we've talked about. Like, if when you, when you sub ASM or out out, yeah, yeah, what happens? And still there is no answer to that question. No, because right now, yeah, even with the sign, I mean, even with the signing, there's like a somewhat of an answer because you can at least point, Oh, he's played right mid. But right now the answer to that question is like Matt Ritchie, who likely will probably be in the match already because see Bruce or it's, Yoshinori Muto, who does not play right mid, but Steve Bruce is just convinced that he can play left and right mid. Um, And so now you have a guy who at least you know has the ability to play it, albeit is that his best position? No, but I do think there's a little bit of that as well. Now, I I mean, I think just based on who we've been linked to, the plan is to bring in another winger of some sorts, probably someone who can play both sides. Um, It looks like Ryan Frazier is a guy they're going to be chasing um, for free as well. If Ryan Frazier's in the team, then by all means, like, Hendrick is fine. He's going to be playing central midfield, blah, blah, blah. But I would I would be a little bit concerned about him, you know, potentially having to play right mid.
0: Yeah. Do you, you would be concerned with him playing that?
1: Even be, for, can, I, wouldn't, like, I wouldn't say concerned, but I would just say, like, that's something that to be on the lookout for, per se. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Elijah, is there any questions that you have about Hendrick's on me? Any concerns
1: at all? Um, I think – I would say my only concern I, – I, okay, first I'll make an observation. I think it is interesting – not interesting, but I think it's it's worth noting that you have another player who's played almost an identical style to what Newcastle have played. Uh, so he's very much used to having to defend in numbers, um, and he's used to maybe a few, a few more attacks per game, but not many more than Newcastle. Um, something the whole way the stats pointed out is that he's a guy who outperforms his expected goals – and expected assist every season, which is something I guess would be concern. My only question for you, Greg, is um do you think Hendrick being here as a quality veteran signing, does that is that a positive or negative for the longstaffs? Oh, it's a positive. Uh,
0: well, I, I I honestly think it's it has to be a positive. It, 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 if it's not a positive, then it, then the long staffs are never going to make it. Like if they don't see that signing as like competition and ability, an opportunity to get better. This guy has over 200 appearances in the Premier League. This guy has over 50 caps for his country. Um, this should be an opportunity to learn something and there's somebody to compete with somebody with tons of experience to compete with. So if the long staffs aren't aren't looking it for like that, and if they're pissed, then they're not made for this business and they're never, they were never going to make it in the first place. So yeah, I think it's a big positive.
1: Um, that's, that's getting clipped by the way. That, that's a good quote. We'll clip. Oh, that. thanks. Mental thanks.
0: note. Thanks. I'm not going back and editing that part out. So I'm going to leave that in. Okay. Good. good. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, so with, and I think I, I honestly believe Maddie and, and Sean are those type of people that see it that way, the way I mm-hmm. that they would see it. And like, even, even like, look at, remember that, the, the tweet that Jethro said, said when he was asked who was the most impressive player at Newcastle United. And he said, Maddie Longstaff. Like he said, he has the most potential of anybody in that club. Um, so like, you I can think, see it. Yeah. Jetro like had high praise things to say about him. And I think this opportunity for, for Maddie to learn from somebody else coming in outside the clubhouse that have different experiences and, Different style or style that's unique that Maddie can directly learn from and Sean too. Uh, because Jeff did well as an attacking midfielder in the championship. He I mean he wasn't like the best, but he was service of all. He was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I definitely think it's a good
1: thing. And and I guess this is my final question to kind of close out on this, because I think we've we've discussed more about Hendrick than anyone is humanly possible. Is this the
0: first podcast solely dedicated to Jeff Hendrick?
1: I, I'd imagine it is, um, but kind of just making it full circle. First signing of the window. Well, I guess really technically, like a second signing of the window. Um, if, oh, well, I mean, really third because Maddie Longstaff's contract ran out. I bet Mike Ashley's gonna, like Steve Bruce is gonna say we've made three quality signings so far when we've signed a third string keeper um, during the lockdown football and Maddie Longstaff, who was on our team, and then Jeff Hendrick, Um what position is, is going to be the next one that's filled at Newcastle? Not what do you think should be next. What's going to be the next position that's going to be filled?
0: Hmm. Uh, this is a great question, actually. Thank you. What, can I – I mean, it's a cop-out to say I don't think we'll sign anybody else, is it?
1: You can't say that because, like, <laughs> like, as much as, like, you want to believe that, it's also just, like – I would say that's, that's, that's not realistic.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say a position that could be filled. I am going to go with
1: striker. Okay. Um, I think think the next position for me is going to be left back. um, Because we don't have one. Uh, Well, yeah. You said
0: not what you think. What, like, not what I think, what I think the club will have to do.
1: No, and I and the reason I would go against striker is because I think Newcastle are trying to figure out right now. Like I think they know that they can outright buy a left back. Like I think they know that they can do that or outright loan a left back. I think they're still trying to make the determination right now. Do they need to buy a striker or do they or, or are they going to loan in a striker? I think that honestly is something that the club is kind of struggling with cuz you're seeing conflicting reports you're seeing newcastle going after this guy on a free going after this guy on a free blah 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 or and you also see newcastle looking inquiring about the loan of batch, inquiring about the loan of this looking at a loan to buy and it's like they are in a, a tight situation because you did just spend 40 million pounds on a striker so i think that's going to be one that honestly happens later than a lot of fans want it to happen um i think a striker will happen this window um but it's going to happen much later than fans want it to happen. And it's going to happen after some departures uh, for sure. But I think left backs next because I don't know, man, it just, you have to fill that need. And honestly it would have been first if they could convince Anthony Robinson uh, to, to join. I mean, they're, they're shopping for a left back. It's just, you know, pulling the trigger on, on one is, it's going to be the big thing. Um, but yeah, it's a position of need. And at this point, I just think, I don't think Paul Dummett's a left back and really get any more. I mean, yeah. His his best asset as a left back was his his defending because he just didn't really get caught out of position a lot. And in the modern Premier League era, like he just needs to offer more of an attack and he just doesn't anymore. Um and at this point, Matt Ritchie is is the your starting <laughs> left back. It, yeah, it's well it's that thanks
0: to like what's going on with Danny Rose. Um that's gonna be a question that, that's gonna need to be answered. But also good news, uh Akraf Lazar still is with the club.
1: He, he's not a, he's not a training camp, but he's put the club. Yeah. <laughs> he's not a preseason. Yeah. He's working out. Um, that's, it's, it's something. It is something to, to be said. Uh, he's there. It, it
0: is something to be said. Also, same goes for Henri Saive and Rolando Aaron's. but that, is there anything else on Hendrick before we bounce?
1: Um, I'll say this, this is my, my bold prediction or something to watch out for eyeball emoji, eyeball emoji. Luis Suarez gonna be leaving Barcelona on a free. Oh, we can get another free signing. I'm just saying if Newcastle are going free signings, Suarez, <laughs> he's gonna be available for free. <laughs> so uh, him and I think Cavani as well, but I I, I think Cavani's going to enter Miami. Or Suarez, one of them. Who knows?
0: Um we're gonna sign Mark McKenzie. That's
1: what we're gonna. We, we just don't need a center back, but we, we will. <laughs> we'll, we'll actually do a swap deal. We'll send them uh, Fabian – we'll send the Philadelphia Union Fabian Share. Who, like, okay. Fabian Share might actually play defensive mid in MLS. No, let's, let's
0: put him at center back, and he'll score, he'll score 10 goals this season. Dude,
1: yeah. <laughs> actually, uh, Laney, we were actually buying a, a Ezekiel Barco as the next newcastle move. There you go. He, he's, he, was, he was mysteriously out with a knock from uh, the last match, and he wasn't in training today with the That's it. Well, let, let's right end now. this before this becomes not a Hendrick podcast. Oh, yeah, it becomes uh, <laughs> everything else. So he him. can
0: say he has a podcast solely about himself. Um, that ends our emergency podcast. Uh, CHN Radio, we're still going to give you our weekly show this week. Don't fret, ladies and gents, but uh, we need to get that one out for you. So, enjoy. Thanks for listening, and we'll be talking to you soon. Way the last. Well, I wish I was on the side Looking at
2: the old-time bridge I'm coming home, Newcastle I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of your own brown hill. I'm coming home, Newcastle If you never win the club again I'll pray the dark at St. James's Park If the gallery gets into the rain I'm coming home To be a Jody And to live in Jodie land Some people think we're bawdy And we're hard to understand And they say it's just self-pity And we're not so very tough Cos the people in the big fat city Haven't had it half as rough I'm coming home, Newcastle You can keep your London wine i would walk the streets all day I'll meet for a bottle of the River Tyne I'm coming home I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound In me mother saying, hey, hey, I'm coming home And I miss the old blind busker Who stands at Fenwick's door He plays a mean accordion You've all seen him there before And I love the Jody heroes there's so many famous names like Linda Spawn in Gaza Brendan Foster in the gates at games I'm coming home Newcastle I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home Newcastle if you never win the cup again I'll brave the dogs in St. James's Park at the Gallagher's end in the rain I'm coming home Newcastle, you can keep your London way. I'd walk the streets all day. I'll need for a bottle of the river. Tine. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been away. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me. But i in seen how we're I'm coming home, Newcastle. I may as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day. I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the cup again I'll brave the dog It's in James's pocket The Gallagher's end in the rain I'm coming home